Well, here we go, guys. It is happening. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is our independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And we appreciate the plenty of new listeners, a lot of new listeners that we are getting this week for obvious reasons. Uh, we are and have been for the last several years the leader in Big 12 information, uh, opinion pieces, articles, analysis, and obviously this has been a hell of a week for so many reasons, and we appreciate many of you joining us for the first time here on the show. And, you know, typically we put together uh, two podcasts a week, three in the football season, but for obvious reasons, got to do one every day right now because this news cycle around the Big 12 is completely uh, out of control, out of control. And by the way, if you are a new listener, I've got Heartland College Sports koozies that I send you for free. All you have to do is leave a rating and a review on this show. Send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. I mean, we are the top Big 12 podcast on iTunes when you search Big 12. We beat out the Athletic, CBS, ESPN, all the big guys, and that's because of you, right? Uh, we don't have some huge marketing arm like they do. It's because of you. We got 384 ratings on iTunes. I want to get to 400 by the season if you could help us. And that's why I'm sending you a koozie as well when you leave that rating, review, and hit subscribe. All right, let's get to the latest here on the conference. So Texas and Oklahoma are gone. I mean, that's that's the latest. It's done. Now, there's still a hurdle or two I'll get to here in a second, but it's basically a done deal. Chip Brown, Horns 247, reported on Friday morning, Texas and Oklahoma, the founding members of the Big 12, are leaving the league and barring any unforeseen developments will join the Southeast Conference a high-level source close to the situation told Horns 247. So it's a done deal. Now, what could prevent this from happening? Well, one was the SEC. The SEC needs to approve this with at least 11 of 14 teams saying yes. Outside of Texas A&M, I can't find a no vote here. I, I just can't. So it's going to happen on the SEC end. The final hurdle here is going to be state legislatures in Texas and Oklahoma. They may try to block the move to protect, let's say, Oklahoma State in the state of Oklahoma and then in the state of Texas, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU. And then, of course, A&M, who's got a lot of political sway in the states, uh, will also try to maybe prevent this from happening at the state legislative level. I, I don't know how likely that is at this point. It seems less likely by the minute, but... This is all but a done deal, it looks like. Now, like is always the case in conference realignment, I step back and I say, you know, this can change. Uh, this can change five minutes after I put up this show. But all we can do is follow what has happened up until this point. And here's what was telling to me. When last night the Big 12 had a meeting and Oklahoma and Texas didn't show up, that's when you knew it was over. All right. So the Big 12 calls a meeting for last night at five and Oklahoma and Texas were invited. And they didn't show. That's like when, you know, you say, hey, I'm going to get lunch with the ex. We're going to try to resolve this. And your ex doesn't show. She doesn't show up. It's over for you, buddy. OK, it ain't happening. And you're done. You're finished. The relationship is over. That's what happened last night. Because a part of me wondered, and maybe this was me being too optimistic, but a part of me wondered, hey, is 
Is Texas and Oklahoma, are they leveraging for something? Do they want a bigger cut of the TV money out of the Big 12? Like, wh- What are they going for here? Is there something else at play? No? No, they're done. They're gone. Sayonara. See you later. Goodbye. I mean, that's they, they were done. And not showing up to that meeting was their way of saying, guys, there's nothing you can do. You're not going to talk us out of this. And reports came down this morning on Friday that this had been in the works for the better part of at least six months. And A&M was pissed off because A&M wasn't getting uh, called about any of this. A&M was not included in these conversations. Now, I'm not sure why they needed to be necessarily, but that's why they were annoyed. Obviously, they're also annoyed because they like to recruit against Texas by saying, we're in the SEC and they're not. And they can't do that anymore. So that is when I knew that they were done. The question was when. Well, it sounds like what's going to happen is on Monday, Texas and Oklahoma are going to let the Big 12 know, hey, um, thanks, but we're out and we want out of the TV deal. Now, the Big 12, the Big 12 may not be wild about that. In fact, they're not wild about that because after their meeting took place last night, they released a couple of statements and included in that was the fact that there is recognition that institutions may act in their own self-interest. However, there's an expectation that members adhere to the conference bylaws and the enforcement of the grants of right grant of rights agreements. Now that means if Texas and OU want out early, you got to give 18 months notice and you got to pony up about 70 million bucks. Another report this morning, Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, said that OU and Texas are okay waiting until 2025 for this. But here's the thing: if the rest of the Big 12 is calling around, if Kansas is calling the Big 10. Iowa State's calling the Big Ten. If Baylor, TCU, and Texas Tech are looking west of the Pac-12 and this thing just collapses, then that is not going to matter. I mean, you may as well just everybody divide up, separate, and call it splits in whatever it is, 2023. I don't know if 22 is too early, 2023, whatever it might be. I mean, that's that's what the reality is here around this. And... That's where I'm concerned things could be headed. I mean, I'd like to see it go through 2025, but I also wonder how that's going to play out. You know, I, it's it's not going to be pretty in this conference. With the way ADs and presidents and the egos involved there and the coaches involved there, I mean, the way that this thing was was handled, the way this went down, I mean, holy cow. There's going to be a lot of bad blood. I don't know if this can last until 2025, especially if some Big 12 teams don't find power conference homes. And right now, I'm most concerned about TCU, Baylor, and Kansas State. Those are the teams that I'm most concerned about right now. But the Big 12 did say also in that press release last night, not a press release, but just a statement that the media got its hands on, they did say that the eight members strongly desire to retain the current composition which has proven it can compete at the highest levels. And there's no doubt that it has in every sport. But, I mean, if you're Kansas, and the reports are today they're calling the Big Ten. If you're Iowa State, reports are today they're calling the Big Ten. Like, why would you do that? And I say this as someone that wants to see the Big 12 stay together. I mean, I built this website to cover the Big 12, because I thought it was undercovered by the ESPNs of the world and the Foxes of the world and everybody else. I mean, that's that's why I built this thing up. So I'm a Big 12 guy. But 
if you know that everybody else is looking for a way out behind your back, why would you be the last sucker at the party? You don't want to be the last guy left with the bag. And that's where the eight members can have this front where they say, you know, uh, this is great. Um, We're going to try to make this work. But then you get all these reports literally 12 hours after the fact of everybody's trying to look somewhere else. I, that's where I, I was pleased by it, but I also knew in my heart of hearts that it was not likely to mean anything, right? And it just wasn't. So this is moving. It is moving very quickly. We'll continue to bring you as many extra podcasts as we need to to do this right and to get you the latest information and share with you what exactly is going on here. Uh, with the Big 12 Conference. So it is going to be very interesting to watch it play out and see how it plays out going forward. Now, the reason I brought up the three teams I'm most concerned about, TCU, Baylor, and Kansas State, from what I've read and what I've heard from people thus far, Iowa is not going to be an impediment to Iowa State getting into the Big Ten. It's not going to be like Texas A&M, Texas pettiness. It's not. They'll still compete for the same guys in the state. Uh, They'll have a built-in in-state rivalry that now becomes a conference game. From what I understand, it's not going to be nearly that petty. All right? So, okay, that's part one. Then, then part two of all this is KU. So, if KU gets into the Big Ten, then are they going to drag K-State with them? One thing that we've learned, apparently, is that I always thought if there was ever this type of conference realignment, KU and K-State would feel like they're a package deal. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State would be a package deal. The powers that be within those states would make sure that would happen. That's apparently not the case. Uh, Apparently, that no longer matters. Apparently, that loyalty is done. Oklahoma has shown zero loyalty to Oklahoma State. Whether you agree with how this has gone down or not, there has been zero loyalty from Oklahoma to Oklahoma State. All right? Even an OU fan has got to admit that. There's none. The other part of this, then, is that KU, apparently, from the reports I've seen, is showing no loyalty to Kansas State. What does that mean? Well, Kansas State is kind of in a weird place. I mean, do they try to go west then to the Pac-12? They're a more natural fit for the Big Ten, right? I mean, if I'm the Big Ten and you're looking to add a couple of teams, you can't add three. I mean, you don't want to be a 17-team conference. If you're looking to add two, then Iowa State – And KU may be better fits from the standpoint of Iowa State has Iowa. KU has the basketball program, a top five blue blood basketball program. K-State, I mean, yes, it's a better football program than KU, no doubt about that. Do they bring the cachet, though? That's the question. And do you want an odd number of teams? No, you don't. So does K-State try to go west with, let's say, three Texas schools, Texas Tech, Baylor, and TCU? Or, Or does Oklahoma State jump on that? Pac-12 bandwagon and try to go west with the three Texas schools. See what I'm saying? Somebody's getting left out unless West Virginia joins the ACC and somehow they drag along K-State with them. I mean, if if, if it, the ACC is like, hey, we need a couple of teams as well, and they pick up West Virginia and then K-State, K-State's kind of an outlier, but at least it keeps the Wildcats in a power conference, which is what they want because – the money between the Power Five and the Group of Five is astronomical. I mean, the Big 12 is making $37 million bucks a school per year off this TV deal. The AAC is making like seven. You're talking about uh, tens of millions of dollars difference every single year. Your athletic department looks vastly different 
if you don't stay in a power, whatever it's going to be, four or five conference. So none of this pleases me to have to talk about it. I don't want to be talking about it. You guys know that. The Big 12 is our bread and butter. But I don't see, unless you can convince somebody to leave a major conference, Nebraska, the Arizona schools, get a Colorado back, bring in a BYU, unless you can do something like that. I mean, the Hail Mary, of course, no pun intended, is you get Notre Dame to be your anchor of the Big 12, which, I, once again, it's not happening. I'm just saying you throw the Hail Mary. That's, that's all. It's not happening, but you throw the Hail Mary. I don't see how the Big 12 continues on as it currently exists. Now, could you add four AAC teams? Could you add Cincinnati? Could you add Central Florida? Could you add Memphis, USF? Could you bring in four teams and be basically a tweener conference where you you may not be getting the money that you got at $38 million a year, but you're not doing AAC money at $7 million a year. You're maybe, uh, you know, you're getting 20 mil a year per school in, in TV money. That would be good for the AAC schools. And, you know, for some of the big 12 schools, it may work out better as well. But ultimately, if the SEC has raced it to 16 teams, which is where the race is right now in the power conferences, the Big Ten is going to say, well, now's our chance. I mean, why wait a few years, right? I mean, why just why just wait? Why do it? If everyone's doing it now, if, if the dominoes are falling now, then we should do it now. That would make the most amount of sense. And then if you're Kansas or you're Iowa State, so why wouldn't you just try to jump on that bandwagon right now as well? I mean, it makes the most sense for everybody involved. And that's the prism that this all has to be looked through. I want to save the Big 12. I want it to be viable. But I'm also not going to sit here and BS you and say, oh, yeah, the Big 12 is going to be fine. Life's going to be good. Everything's going to be great. It's going to be great. Hey, yep, yep, great conference. Continuing as is. Don't worry. Everybody's hanging on together. Life's going to be good. Everyone's singing Kumbaya last night in that meeting. They're not. And why would you? Why would you? West Virginia uh, is probably the school, the team, that is like, this is great for us. I mean, right? If you think about it, if you break down the eight remaining teams in the Big 12, I guarantee you West Virginia, if this ends up with them being in the ACC, they'll be happy about it. They'll get their rivalries back with West, uh, with uh, Virginia Tech and Syracuse and Pitt. I guarantee you if Iowa State ends up in the Big 10, they might not feel like they lose a lot out of it. In fact, they may feel like they gained something out of it. Nebraska's back. The Iowa rivalry is now a conference game. Big Ten West. I mean, they may feel really good about things. Matt Campbell being in the Big Ten, by the way, may elongate his career. Not that he's he's shown incredible loyalty to Iowa State. I'm not the guy that's predicting. I never have predicted that he's just going to pick up his bags and go. But it may even elongate his stay being in the Big Ten. He loves Big Ten country. He's from Big Ten country. He recruits Big Ten country. This may really juice him up. KU to the Big Ten. They may also feel great about that as well. The schools that have to worry are K-State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, and Baylor. They're the ones that have to say, all right, what about us? Where do we go from here? What is our future? And all that remains to be seen. But I'll tell you what, things are moving, and they're moving fast, and we are updating you as best as we can on the website at heartlandcollegesports.com and, of course, on this podcast, too. I mean, we will have all the latest. We're, we're just 
churning out content right now on the website. And I do hope that you will join our forums as well. They're free. They're fun. We're interacting with you guys there, getting you the latest information, getting people's thoughts as well. It's just been a great time to uh, have these forums take off, build that community as well at heartlandcollegesports.com. Before you head out, take 30 seconds. Leave me a rating and a review on this show. If you could, hit that subscribe button as well. That way you don't miss any of our shows because we're going to do more than just the two a week for the foreseeable future. As long as this story is unfolding at a rapid pace for at least the next several days, we'll give you more than a usual podcast. And if you could leave a rating and a review and then send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, I will get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. That's, that's how much I appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend. Keep an eye on this podcast. There may be more to come over the weekend. And we'll have the latest for you as it unfolds right here on heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon.